Today's Issues continues on AFR. And indeed, we're back to this Wednesday edition of Today's Issues, the day before Thanksgiving. I'm sure you're listening today. You're busy, not just sitting there getting meals ready. Perhaps you're out in the car shopping, battling through grocery stores, trying to pick up those last-minute supplies. We appreciate that you've tuned us in in the midst of your busy day. Joining me today is Dr. Frank Turek from Charlotte, North Carolina. How is the weather in Charlotte? You know, it's going to be beautiful today, uh, actually. It's going to be about 65. Nice. And sunny. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah. and But uh, I'm grateful for any weather because uh, God made this earth and this universe, and here we are, and we're breathing and interacting and hopefully building his kingdom. So it's a good day to be alive, even if it's raining out. Amen. Amen. Also, Steve Jordahl from AFR News. Good morning. Everybody talks about the weather. Nobody does anything about it, though. <laughs> That's Anthony Fauci can do something yes. about it. He is science. You know? Yes, he is. By the hey. way, Frank, I just want to tell you, I appreciate your 10 uh, uh, ways to share the gospel over mm-hmm. uh, the Thanksgiving meal. I, uh, but though I, I, my favorite is number 11, which you emailed me offline, which is... Lock the doors and browbeat them until they make a decision, which That's right. I think Absolutely. is brilliant. That's the Jersey way. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere until you agree with me, because I am science. <laughs> so are uh, everybody staying home for this Thanksgiving? You guys staying home or going to venture out on the highway? Or Oh, well, I'm going, we're going up to a friend's for Thanksgiving an hour away, so it's not that big a deal. Not that bad. Not and down to in-laws in Columbus, uh, about an hour south. Yeah, not You're too going far. going to the outlaws, Steve. Huh? The outlaws, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I, I am happy to report I'm not flying anywhere. Ooh, yeah. Man, the crowds and, and, and things are getting difficult to board airplanes these days, Frank. Uh, I mean, we keep hearing throughout this year, you know, encounters and people are losing patience and i feel sorry for flight attendants who have to intervene in this yeah you ought to treat people with respect they have a hard job those flight attendants oh yeah crazy you know and the tsa people people yes sir no ma'am just treat them with respect they're dealing with all sorts of crazy people coming through there and by the way i travel a lot and if you don't if you don't get TSA pre, I don't know what why, why you travel yep. because yep. it saves you a lot of time. It does and indeed. <laughs> you don't have to get undressed to go through the, uh, you know, the the metal detector. You and say, that alone is a good reason. That's yeah. right. I have enough trouble dressing in the morning. I don't need to do it twice in front of everybody. <laughs> I don't fly a whole lot. I maybe four or five times a year. Uh-huh. But I got TSA pre check, and I mean, yeah, it has. Saves you time. Oh, it's like 80 goodness. bucks for five years. Come on. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> it's yeah. easy. Yeah, that's a trip to McDonald's with the family, you know? <laughs> All right, Steve, what you got? Uh, let's talk about the border. You know, Republicans are coming into Congress, and they are going to be in the majority in the House of Representatives, which means they get to chair all the committees, which means they get to name all the investigations. Kevin McCarthy is, is uh, giving a shot across the bow to uh, – Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas because of the open border, which Mayorkas continues to say is actually secure. Uh, Kevin's saying, if you don't quit, we're going to impeach you. You need to resign now or it's going to be you're going to be impeached when you get into office. Yeah. Cut number 13. Our country may never recover from Secretary Mayorkas 
dereliction of duty. This is why today I am calling on the Secretary to resign. He cannot and must not remain in that position. If Secretary Mayorkas does not resign, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure will determine whether we can begin impeachment inquiry. Well, Frank, uh, that that's kind of putting the stake down right there, even before we're assuming Kevin McCarthy will be the next uh, House Speaker. But uh, he's laying down the marker right there that one of the first orders of business is try to bring some sanity back to our border. We have to remind people, Frank, that Joe Biden, when he was candidate Joe Biden, promised in a debate that he would invite a surge at our southern border. And that is exactly what has happened down there. It is just, uh, it. we're talking tens of thousands of people per month. Even the, they call them gotaways. The encounters are more than that. But the gotaways just flowing into this country. And as Steve, as you just pointed out, Mayorkas in the latest hearing last week said, once again, the border is secure. Honestly, Frank, I don't know how he can sit there and do that. Let me just insert a a number here for you. It's even worse than you say. Um, In September, officials arrested 227,000 migrants crossing the border illegally. Now, for every migrant they arrest, how many get away? Yeah. That's in one month. Yeah, it's... I, I, Frank, is it too much to say we don't have a southern border that's secure at all anymore? We're more concerned about uh, uh, Ukraine's borders than our own. Mm. You know, and I'm not saying we ought not be concerned about Ukraine. I'm just saying we ought to be concerned about our own as well, you know. And uh, here's the number one role of government, to protect innocent people from evil. That's that's the number one role. Paul even talks about that in Romans 13, that the uh, that the ruler doesn't bear the sword for nothing. That's the reason we have government. And and it was uh, James Madison, the author of our Constitution, who famously said, if men were angels, no government would be necessary. I mean, think about that. If men were angels, no government would be necessary. We need a government to protect innocent people from evil. And yet there are some people out there who claim that if you say... I'm for a secure border. You're somehow racist or you're xenophobic or something like that. None of that is true, but set that aside for just a minute. Forget about all that and just ask one question. Is it the is it is government doing its job when it's allowing drug dealers, terrorists, sex sex traffickers and drugs themselves to come across the border without any sort of resistance no we are not doing our job to protect innocent people from evil you can forget all the racism nonsense that people put out there but just the idea that we don't stop illegal activity from coming across the border or people that want to hurt americans from coming across the border that ought to be enough to say this is madness ladies and gentlemen why why would anybody allow this what, what's what's the end game? I don't know. Are they trying to get more Democrat voters in here? I think Schumer, what's the end game? Uh, Chuck Schumer tipped his hand the other day. I, we're looking for the bite. If we can't find it, it's okay, uh, Brent. Don't worry about it. But um, he said the other day that he uh, we we're not having enough. You remember this, Frank? We're not oh, having yeah, enough no, yeah, babies have- in this country. We're not birthing enough people, so we need to give all the illegal immigrants all 11 million, which is a very low number, citizenship. 
Well, well there look, you go. If, if you want to bring people into the country, you can. You can do it legally. You don't yeah. need to do it illegally. You can bring them in legally. But here's the ironic thing is this is the guy who is all abortion all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he wants he wants to allow people to kill their children right up to the moment of birth. Yeah. And yet here he's saying we got it. We don't we're not we don't have enough live births. Well, look, man, I mean, if irony, you could die from irony, he'd be dead. I'm just telling you. <laughs> You know, All right, I mean, Steve. All right. Hey, uh, the crime uh, situation in this country continues to get worse and worse, and it has reached a crisis point in Oregon. A combination of rising crime in Oregon and uh, prosecutors who are letting people go and a sh- uh, underfunded police department and a shortage of uh, public defenders has, it, it has come to the point where one district attorney in Multnomah County, which is where Portland is, are, is going, are dropping all charges against 300 people because they have no public defenders, nothing to defend them. And these aren't just people accused of car theft, fleeing police, illegal gun use. Um, a lot. These are serious crimes that will no will not be prosecuted because they don't have enough public defenders in Portland. Frank, it's the result of uh, you mentioned Portland, Oregon. There's there's no surprise there because we've had woke prosecutors there that keep letting the bad people go and now i mean you got a problem with public defenders this is continuing the problem and it's really a a kind of anarchy almost we're reaching that point frank i don't think i'm overstating that no unfortunately we are and some people want anarchy apparently they want to look many on the left think that the the united states cannot be reformed it has to be torn down and rebuilt and that's where that comes from, tragically. And if you try and disagree with them, they're going to try and cancel you. Why? Because they can't they can't argue their point. They can only use power. There's only two ways to govern. You can govern through principle, or you can govern through power. Right? You can you can govern by saying this is what's true and this is what's right and this is what we ought to do, or you can say, I don't care if it's true or right, I'm just going to impose my will on you. And that's what many on the left do now. You know, um, Frank, a lot of people kind of chalk it up to unintended consequences of policies. Oh, you know, but I'm positing here. It's intended consequences, what you're saying. It might be, yeah. exactly what they plan on having is the chaos that we're seeing in this country. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we're quickly becoming China in this country. Uh, On top of this chaos that we talk about, there's also, I I think, the the movement to take away our, our... our privacy to take away our free speech, uh, and and once again, I don't think I'm overstating this. Uh, at least the free speech of 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 conservatives, Frank, they want to shut it down, and that's why so so many people are upset that Elon Musk has come along and taken over Twitter because he says, guess what? I'm going out opposing views on this site. Well, you would have thought uh, that he was uh, he was advocating for something absolutely horrible. But uh, I think this is a country where free speech is still honored and still treasured in many places. Well, you know, most calls for censorship, Fred, are claims to infallibility. Mm. In other words, when somebody says you can't have a viewpoint, they're implicitly saying, because I know everything, I have the right view, and no amount of data that you provide is going to change my mind. I'm basically infallible. It's interesting you guys are – I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step up. No, I was just going to say that um, there's a difference between censorship and selection. Uh, And this 
this deals with what we teach our kids in school. Uh, we're not censoring certain material uh, from a public school system. We are selecting the right material. You can't teach everything. And there are things that you ought not teach to a young person, like critical race theory, because you're just teaching uh, kids to treat one another based on race rather than on character. You ought not teach kids explicit sexual uh, um, uh, curriculum because it's not morally appropriate for a young person. What you're doing is you're saying, I'm not going to teach that, but I am going to teach this. You're selecting the, the proper thing to, to teach. Now, when you get to adulthood and you say, well, your view can't even be heard, now you're censoring people and you're essentially claiming you're infallible because you don't need any other information from anyone else, any other viewpoint. You've got all the information you need. Hmm. It's interesting you're talking about this. Um, there was an admission from Elon Musk, which some people would say it's a stunning admission. I don't think it's going to be a surprise to anybody at this panel. But Dinesh D'Souza tweeted out this. We don't hear much about Democrats and leftists being let back on Twitter. Why? Because they were never kicked off in the first place. Hmm. Their lies and misinformation simply escaped all scrutiny. Censorship has been deployed as a one-way operation against conservatives. To which Elon Musk commented, correct. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've all experienced what has happened in our social media. I mean, I, I, I think it had great sway over the results of the election in 2020, mm. when basically anybody who disagreed uh, with the Democrats, uh, it, it was simply stated, oh, that's misinformation. We can't have that. The Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop story. Yes, Exactly. And here, here we are almost, what, two years later, 2019, it was the fall of 2019, I think, when that the laptop story broke. CBS, just in the last few <laughs> weeks, has admitted, oh, uh, you know that Hunter Biden story, that uh, laptop story that uh, we didn't talk about for the last over We've two years? We've confirmed it. We have confirmed. <laughs> it is true. I mean, if you're a consumer of news, you've got to look at CBS, which is wasn't just created yesterday. It's been around for a long time, going back to Cronkite and even beyond that. Right. I mean, this is a major news agency in this country that deliberately hid a story because it didn't fit the political bias of that news agency, Frank. Yeah, well, that's that's what happens. And I think, Steve, didn't the Babylon Bee uh, mention something yeah. related to that? Yeah, they said the Babylon Bee headline was CBS confirms Abraham Lincoln assassinated. <laughs> just they a just little late. They confirmed that today, right? <laughs> yes. They uh, might as well confirm that, that Kennedy was assassinated, that's right. too, which occurred 59, day, 59 years ago in one day. What, yeah. um, what, so, what I was kind of astounded at at the time, and it's made me frustrated, was that four – Almost four years, the mainstream media would refer to this dossier as unverified, the unverified dossier. Mm. I'm thinking, well, that's your job. Go verify it. Yes. Or, or disprove it. One of the two, just, don't just put it out there as, well, it, it might or might not be true. We, don't, we have no reason to, to – it's your job. Come on. You know, Frank, uh, you know, people have problems with uh, – former President Trump's personality. But we do have to admit, after having seen what happened to him four years in office, and it continues to this day, uh, fake news 
He was exactly oh. right in his description. Oh, and yeah, the I, whole Mueller I, thing was just a joke. It, it was. was a total setup. Yeah. I, and I, I went to few, a few of the Trump rallies, and he used to point with his finger to that back row where the reporters were with their cameras. Fake news. Mm-hmm. Fake news. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was exactly right. Uh, not that a lot of us needed to, him to draw attention to it, but I, he was on a campaign to show the American people that what what you call, what you have trusted in as far as news agencies in this country, they've gone woke, and they have a political agenda. And, uh, boy, that was another reason why the mainstream media just hated him for that. Even yeah. even Reagan, I mean, 40 years ago, knew the media was biased, not to the extent it is now. I remember Reagan saying when he was speaking at a particular place, there was a, a, a beautiful lake behind him. And he said, if I had walked in here, uh, if I got here by walking across the lake, the headlines the next day would be, Reagan can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <That's... laughs> uh, you know, um, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting that um, my thought just flew from my brain as I was about to say it. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, well, we'll play the Je- point. Do we have the Jeopardy song there or something? I sometimes right? lose my train of. What is that? All right. Uh, reset. On to the next story. It'll reset. come to Yeah, yeah it will yeah. come to me. Um, we'll go back to the border issue. Uh, Governor Abbott down in Texas has made a public declaration of invasion of the Texas border. Now, the uh, United States Constitution. Article 1, Section 10 has a passage that reads, no state shall engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. Are they being actually invaded? There's a piece in the Daily Caller that makes the case that, yes, they are being invaded. So, Abbott, there was a decision at the Supreme Court uh, a couple years back that said that states cannot enforce uh, border policy. They can't even help enforce border policy. That's the federal government's job. Well, this is a, a constitutional argument that says, well, we're going to do that. And so now Abbott is starting to do things like putting barriers up and, and such a those kind well, of things. Well, Frank, I, I think Governor Abbott has no choice. He, he has in his role the duty to protect the people in his state. And because our federal government has abdicated that, uh, he has no choice but to protect his people. And he should. In fact, I know people that live now down near the border of Texas, and they have to stay in their homes protecting their own property. They can't, like, go on a weekend somewhere and leave the house vacant. It'll be vandalized. People yeah. will, you know, migrants will just come in and take over. I've, I've listened to testimony from people who live along the border, and, you know, one lady was saying... I. I have to watch. Over, I, I have to be careful about letting my kids in the front yard of our house because you have these illegal immigrants coming up and knocking on the door and asking for things and crossing through my property. Um, and, and these are forgotten Americans right now, the people who live along the border, because the mainstream media, once again, is not telling that story. Fox is the only major network that I'm aware of, the only major network that I'm aware of, that is down there day by day taking these pictures and here's what i hope i hope when uh, kevin mccarthy becomes house speaker and uh, we have these committees that are now going to be chaired in the house by republicans i am hoping that they invite alejandro mayorkas in uh, under subpoena he'll be invited for sure and then 
I, I want them to put up because the hearings, when the Democrats control the House, they wouldn't let a couple of Republicans tried to show the videos. And, yeah. and the chairs, the Democrat chairs, refused to let them do that. All right, so now the Republicans are going to control those committees. I want big screens <laughs> in those hearing rooms, and I want my orcas sitting there, and I want you to repeat, Secretary Mayorkas, your statements that you say the border is secure. And now I want to show you on the screens the reality. Along those the media lines. still won't cover it, though, Fred. That's the problem. Yes, the me- <laughs> you know? but yeah. but nothing to see. Uh, but but he'll be confronted with the reality of it, yeah. and then te- then sit there and tell me that's that's a picture right up there in the wall of on uh, that TV screen of a secure border. Hmm. Yep. Hold yeah. it, hold his feet to the fire, it's and like I'm sure now now trying to say that voters were not disenfranchised in Arizona. When yeah. we have video evidence of it, and we have people turning being turned away because the lines were too long, because the machines went down. Yes. Interestingly, the machines didn't go down during the early voting period, but they've gone down during election day. Why is that? Well, I, I mean, uh, these questions the, need to be asked at least. Hey, listen, right? but one of the stories, and again, the mainstream media did not tell this, just before, shortly after the polls opened in Arizona that morning, there were technicians that went in and they said yeah. they had to do some tweaking yeah. of those machines. And then all of a sudden, the story breaks, what, around 10.30 in the morning? Oh, uh, all of a sudden, like, the, the print wasn't dark enough mm-hmm. on some of the ballots. And so we're going to put them over there in a pile and hopefully if we'll this get... had happened in a minority area, yeah. people would be screaming. There'd be a civil rights... Uh, It'd be a civil rights incident. Every major news uh, group would be there. And yet the New York Times is saying, nothing to see here, nothing to see. Move forward because the Democrat won. Yeah. So, Well, that's why we have to watch uh, December 6th, what's happening. You know, there's a, a court battle going on right now. I'm talking about the uh, the uh, uh, the election, the senatorial election. Oh, in, in, in Georgia. Oh, with uh, yeah, with Herschel Walker against uh, Warnock. Yeah. Yes, at Warnock, there's already a legal battle going on because the Democrats want more uh, voting days in advance yeah. uh, of December the sixth, and Republicans saying no. I mean, we have a, a we have a runoff on December the sixth. People can vote, but they want more days in advance. Uh, gee whiz. Am I being too suspicious, Frank, of, of stuff yeah, going on well, here? It's it's crazy uh, that, I mean, I, well, growing up, we had no trouble voting on one day, and we knew the election results by the end of the night. What has changed with advanced technology and early voting? We uh, Arizona seems like it's, you know, Nick, Nicaragua or something. Yeah. California, we don't. We're not going to know for a month who won some of those seats. A month. Yeah, there's still. I mean, come on. There's still three districts. I think yeah. they're all in California. Yeah. They're still counting. It's crazy. It's because so many mail-in votings. And, oh, there's nothing to see here. <laughs> you, there's not going to be any There's not gonna be any cheating in mail-in voting. Are you kidding me? That never happens. The 2005 <laughs> Joint Commission found that's the worst way to vote. Republicans and Democrats said that, and yet here we are, mail-in voting. It's crazy. I'll tell you what. All right, folks, we're going to take a little rest here at T.I., from the news of the day, and we want you all to enjoy and have a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving. Frank, so much for yep. uh, sitting in with us the last couple of days. It's been great to have yep. you here with us. 
Thank you. Steve, hope you and your family and uh, all of you have a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving. Uh, AFR, AFR will still be here, folks. Uh, don't We're not going away. Have a blessed time, blessed day. We'll see you real soon. Bye for now. <laughs>